Welcome to the recap, the part of the podcast where we recap the previous week's sermon. That's what we're going to do. Recap the sermon. Sounds good. Nathan is here. Hi, Nathan. Hi. You preached this last week. I did. So thanks for joining us. Stacy's here. Hey. Stacy, where were you on Sunday? I missed hearing the sermon because I was serving in nursery. Um, so I'm excited to hear from Nathan about his sermon. I haven't had a chance to go back and listen to it yet, but that's great. Just to give a little plug yeah, for how serving, was, how in nursery. serving in nursery. Actually, I serving. am kind of embarrassed to say this was my first time actually serving in nursery on a Sunday morning since being here um, or being South Cities. Mm-hmm. And um, I loved it. It was so much fun um, just to get to be with the kids and... Would you recommend so others volunteer? You'd say 10 out of 10 would recommend? Yes. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good I don't idea. have littles in my home anymore, and so it was fun to just be with them and care for them and a joy to see parents and able to go and participate yeah. in the service without distraction. Yep. So just that's a plug for that. That's not even a shameless for... plug. Not even shameless. <laughs> that's just a good plug. Just trying plug. to help Sarah out. No, that's great. <clears throat> so everybody, consider that. Yes. As you make your plans. Awesome. Okay, so Nathan, uh, Hebrews 12. Yeah. So where'd you go? Yeah, definitely. So we were talking about sanctification over the last couple of weeks. So there's really four things that came out that I'm going to kind of like fill Stacy in here. It'll be a great recap of what we were doing. We we're looking at the whole chapter. It really fits really nicely together. And we were looking at the main theme was when sanctification is hard. Sanctification is becoming like more like Christ. It's the process where God does a work in our life. There's decisions and actions that we make. It's the dual nature of God and man together becoming more like Christ. And so we looked at the first couple verses where like Christ likeness is our aim. That's the running the race. And so uh, we just talked about that. Our running a race is hard, but there's also there's a there's a start. There's a goal. There's a path. There's an end. There's a reward. And that really is a great analogy for. The, the run of faith that we're in. And so if Christ-likeness is our aim, the author of Hebrews then points us to a couple of things in that chapter that can be difficult in that pursuit and in that run. And he points to Christ. Christ is better. That's kind of one of the main themes of Hebrews is Christ mm-hmm. is better in all these different ways. He's better than the law, than Abraham, than Moses, and all these different things. If he is better, then we look to him as better. And when we look to him, we see first and foremost, there's this resisting of the world. It says that he resisted to the point of shedding his blood. And so there's a resisting of sin and the sinfulness of the world that can happen. And so uh, we need to take that firm foundation of what he accomplished in um, defeating sin on the cross and use that as the foundation on which we stand on as we resist sin. We don't do it by our own will, pulling ourselves up by our bootstraps. We have to stand on the accomplished work of Christ as we resist sin. And that can be difficult. Sometimes sin wins. Sometimes sin takes over and and kind of attacks us. And we have to stand firm on what Christ has accomplished. Um, Mm -hmm. Then we talked about uh, accepting the Lord's discipline for our good. Um, He talks about how, you know, we, we accept the discipline of a father. How much more is God's discipline better? The unique nature there is that the word discipline doesn't necessarily directly mean chastisement right away. It also means um, like an education, a teaching of something. And so we talked about it. Sometimes those are the hard things of discipline. Like we know what discipline looks like from the Lord when it comes at us in the form of a, like a, a chastisement. We kind of, we feel that. We know that when it's maybe related to sin. 
but the discipline where the Lord is drawing us through something to train us, we can resist that sometimes and how we really need to understand that God is doing something for our good. And the reason we can trust that the outcome is going to be good is because the same God who brought us to salvation is the same God that will sustain us through salvation. We then went back to uh, Philippians 1, 6, just an incredible verse. I love it. Being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion. Um, just that mm-hmm. reminder that this is his work. He will make sure that he will sustain us. And then the response is really unique in the passage. It's this return to worship. Uh, the author says, so then lift your drooping hands, strengthen your weak knees. And it's this idea of if all of this, therefore, your response should be to come back and worship, no matter how hard the discipline may be, no matter how hard what you're enduring may feel like, our response should be the same. And we come through the blood of Jesus, as says, speaks a better word, and we come to the mountain, the holy mountain, Mount Zion, and we come to worship and awe because our God is a consuming fire. So there's a nice recap of what we did. Yeah, yeah, it was great. Thanks for preaching, man. Um, <clears throat> was there anything that you wanted to go into more that didn't have time to or did yeah. you pretty much hit on everything that you wanted to? I, I mean, that's kind of a big summary of the whole chapter, <laughs> but there's one aspect there that I think if we had had more time to unpack or maybe if we had split it into multiple weeks that's really unique is the comparison there of the mountains. Mm. So he talks about how you know you have not come to a mountain, and then he goes on to describe a mountain, and then he says, but you have come to a different mountain. And the it's the comparison there, what he's doing, for those who maybe aren't familiar with too much of the Old Testament text or maybe can't see the connection there, he's speaking about the children of Israel coming to Mount Sinai and to the original audience of this reader, of the readers of the book of Hebrews, they would, they would know the stories of what that mountain represents. It represents the center of, of the law, the center of God's presence, the center of everything. But there was a trembling and a fear when they came to that mountain where they literally were told, don't touch the mountain or you'll die. And then the author of Hebrews swings it and says, and yet through Christ, we come to a better mountain. And this mountain is the heavenly mountain where literally there's celestial angel songs being sung and we can come to it. We don't have to come in fear that if we touch it, we're going to be destroyed. We are allowed through Christ who made a better way to come directly to it. Mm-hmm. And that's the beauty of what Christ has accomplished. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so when you talk about the discipline of the Lord, uh, Talk to me, is there a difference between discipline and punishment? And does God ever punish his children? What would you say about that? Yeah. Um, punishment, I mean, we can talk about like a corrective punishment. Um, but if we're talking about like the the way I would look at it with punishment from the Lord, the corrective punishment is something that's going to be for our good, the discipline now, the big, mm-hmm. deeper cor- punishment we're talking about eternal level. Level. We are loved, holy, chosen, and beloved as his children. And there may be a discipline as a corrective punishment, yeah. but we are secure as his children. We are loved. And when he disciplines and corrects us and punishes sinful action, it's for our good. It is not some eternal you know, punishment of separation from mm-hmm. him. We can hold that confidence of we are his child, and even if there is a consequence because of something sinful we have done and he has chosen to give that to us, that that punishment, that correction does not change his love for us. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's really 
important for us to remember, especially when we're talking about the discipline of the Lord, that even if it feels really hard and the consequence of sin, you know, David says his bones wasted away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but in Christ, it's all ultimately for our good. Yeah. It's yeah. not, it's not a punitive yeah. punishment, which is the, you know, the blessing of being in Christ. Yeah. Yeah. Well, even just looking at verse six of Hebrews 12, the Lord disciplines the one he loves. Yeah. And it was, I was reminded of Haddon's sermon from the other week on John 15 about abiding in his love mm-hmm. and just, you know, how he unpacked that verse. And then the, I think, I forget what the one after that was about um, God's love, but just what an amazing thing. Oh, it, the mm-hmm. verse that I'm thinking of is where Jesus loves us with the same love that the Father loved him. Mm-hmm. Just like, yeah. how amazing is that? Yep. And that is the love that we are able to experience. And so any discipline or correction is in the context of love. Yep. yep. And I think it, it really helps me to have a context for what that could look like as a parent. Yeah. That um, one of the things that helps my kids grow up is having to face hardship and correction, whether it's, you know, a response to something they did wrong or if it's more of that instructive um, discipline like you were talking about, Nathan, and um, that's how we they grow. And it's the same for me too. I, yep. I want to grow and be more like Christ. And so that means going through things. <clears throat> yeah. Verse yeah. seven talks about how God is treating us as children when he disciplines us. And it's almost this example um, that like, if if we are not being corrected in something or we are not being refined in something, yep. um, it, that should almost be a little pause. Like, why am I not? What yep. am I not listening to? Like, what's, what is God trying to do right now? But literally being trained and refined and, and made better in the image of Christ mm-hmm. um, is a sign that the Lord is going, I love you. I mm-hmm. care about the outcome of your faith. I want you to be more sanctified. And this may seem momentarily hard, but this is for your refinement. Yeah. And even back in verse four, where the author of Hebrews says, in your struggle against sin, you have not yet resisted, but that there's a struggle. Mm -hmm. So even that you're in a struggle and are aware of the struggle, to me is an evidence of grace that there is a struggle. If we were were just okay with how things are, the status quo, Mm -hmm. that would be more of a concern. But- we're, if there's that sense of like a struggle inside of me and I do what I don't want to do, yeah, that's to me the evidence of the right. Holy Spirit there in that inner battle. <clears throat> totally. So even in the hard things, in the discipline of the Lord, in the consequences of sin, in the in the formative discipline that is just like, oh, this is really hard right now. Yeah. He is always completely 100% for us. Yep. Amen. In Christ, <clears throat> which we have to remember that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, how do you do life without that promise? Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll be crushed yeah. with, without that promise. Yep. We'll, we'll look at the hardship we're facing and we think, uh, the, the Lord hates me. The Lord is causing this great evil to come yep. upon me. And we forget that it's for our good yep. from a loving God who cares. Yep. So do not regard lightly the discipline of the Lord. Do not become weary when reproved by him. That's, yep. that's a beautiful reminder. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, anything else? Thanks for preaching, man. Yeah. That was yeah. that was great. Great reminder. Mm-hmm. It was my joy. <clears throat> we'll finish off uh, the series next week uh, yeah. with uh, Galatians five. Excited uh, to nice. hear you preach. Yeah, fighting the desires of the flesh by the walking by the spirit and how we do that. We're gonna get really intensely practical next week. Good. So.
That's going to be so good. Can't wait to hear it. All right. Thanks, man. Yeah. 